Good afternoon to you all. Welcome to Bethany service. I'm going to be reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 11, a usual passage that we turn to. Subject, of course, is regarding the Lord's Supper. Uh, reading from verse 23 from the New King James Version of the Bible. For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do, as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Therefore, Whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this reason many are weak and sick among you and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened by the Lord, that we may not be condemned with the world. Therefore, my brethren, when you come together to eat, wait for one another. But if anyone is hungry, let him eat at home, lest you come together for judgment, and the rest I will set in order when I come. We often look at this passage because it's such an important one with regards to the Lord's Supper. And uh, just at the outset, a couple of things just to clarify. First of all, in the authorised version, it's not something that I like doing, but need to correct it. It's my favourite version of the Bible, but it says uh, it talks about damnation when we eat and drink unworthily. But of course, that should be translated as, uh, as judged just in the same way it talks about being chastened by the Lord and how he chastens us. And the other thing, of course, is with regarding to this self-examination, which is what I want to look at, is that it is just that, it's self-examination. And the judgment that uh, is used is between ourselves and the Lord. It doesn't involve anyone outside. Um, We'll get to the detail of that, but this is something that's between you and God when you come to the table to partake of the breaking of bread service, you self-examine just to see whether you are worthy or not. Paul warns the Corinthians here, and they had many, many problems, and this is one of them, a uh, problem over the Lord's Supper, all to do with uh, greed and uh, partaking and filling themselves and others being left out. Paul warns the Corinthian Christians to treat the Lord's Supper with reverence and to practice it in this spirit of self-examination. And of course, what I mean it by that is we examine ourselves. Nobody else is involved but us and God. Uh, your elders don't examine you before you go to the table. It's something you do yourself. Of course, if your church leadership knows that uh, you are living in sin in, in some way, then that should be dealt with through the usual church discipline way. Uh, but coming to the Lord's Supper 
The self-examination is between you and the Lord. But Paul writes this not in a way that you would exclude yourself from going to the table, but that you might go to the table in the right manner, with the right heart, uh, in communion with your fellow believers and communion with the Lord as you take the Lord's Supper. The word unworthily has made some Christians believe that you have to make yourself worthy. And that's something that we can never do. We cannot make ourselves worthy. Just as we talk about salvation uh, by faith alone and by grace alone, the grace of God, uh, it's just like that as well. When, once we are saved, we still cannot make ourselves worthy. We cannot sanctify ourselves. That's something, that's an operation of the Holy Spirit. That's what he does. He, we remember, we have a new nature and that new nature uh, is taught with the instruction of the word of God and the power of the Holy Spirit to overcome the old nature. The God doesn't repair the old nature. When you become a Christian, you get a new nature. So you cannot make yourself worthy to receive salvation and you cannot make yourself worthy for the table. It's something that only the Lord could do. Just for an instance uh, or an example, um, one of the big problems that Martin Luther had before he trusted in the law, before he became a Christian, uh, was this thought that he had to make himself worthy. So the practice of self-examination went to, with him, great extremes, and he never found peace. Despite all the, the physical things that he did to himself, the fasting and the constant prayers, the wrong prayers, obviously, he never made himself any better. He never made himself feel any better. It's only something that the Lord can do, what the Lord has done to make us right with God. And uh, to make ourselves worthy is a serious misunderstanding. We need to remember the work of Christ on the cross, which is what we're doing when we come to the table. He is the one who forgives us. We are the ones who sinned. We are the ones who need to be repentant. And the extremes that Martin Luther went uh, are far too excessive and directed in the wrong way because we cannot make ourselves worthy. So we need to examine ourselves to see whether there is sin in our lives, in our own personal lives, or whether we have bad thoughts or attitudes to our brothers and sisters that we're celebrating the Lord's Supper with. And we need to put that right before God, before we come to the supper. It's when we are repentant. And David also talks in one of the Psalms about the Lord even forgiving the hidden sins. David examined his heart and he knew that he couldn't get to the absolute limit of his sins. He didn't know them. So he trusted in the Lord to forgive those as well. So if a Christian is in sin and we stubbornly uh, do not repent, it's then that we're mocking Jesus when we come to the Lord's Supper. Jesus died on the cross that we might be cleansed from our sins and we can never make ourselves 
worthy. What Jesus did on the cross, he did because of his great love. That's what we celebrate. Not because we were partially worthy or wholly worthy, but because we are sinners. And as we take the bread and the cup, we shouldn't stare at the floor or struggle to achieve some sort of spiritual feeling. We simply open up our heart to Jesus and recognize his presence with us. And of course, through the Holy Spirit in us. So let a man examine himself or a woman, of course, as well. Not in a morbid display of self-checking to see if we're worthy, but in an honest appraisal to see that as we receive communion, we're conducting ourselves in a way that honours the Lord because it's his table and we're remembering him. And there is that matter that if we do partake, if we eat or drink in an unworthy manner, we drink judgment to ourselves, not discerning the Lord's body. First of all, of course, irreverent conduct at the Lord's Supper invites God's corrective discipline. So we need to judge ourselves so that, we'll, we'll, that we will not be judged. To see the Lord's body could be a reference to actually discerning in the elements, uh, the bread and the wine, the body and the blood of the Lord, or it might mean the Lord's body, the church. We discern that we're within a fellowship. People are of different minds. Perhaps both could be, even be the case. Uh, I always take this to mean that we do not discern in the bread, the body of the Lord, which we're remembering, and in the blood and the wine, the blood 